0: South Waves Theater. My guest on this edition of Southwaves Theatre is a performer who was thrust into the spotlight in 2007 after winning a TV talent show to play the iconic role of Joseph in the West End and has appeared in many classic musicals such as Wicked, Legally Blonde, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, just to name a few, as well as roles in Casualty and Holby City on the TV. I am, of course, talking about Lee Mead, a performer who's coming to the Capitol Theatre in Horsham on Sunday the 24th of March for the show Lee Mead, My Story. So, Lee, how did the show come about?
1: Well, the show came about, Jamie, um, just over ten years ago, um, after winning the Josephs competition, I, um, I got offered a book deal yeah, to, to talk about, about my life story, and I thought, well, I'm only 25, 26, and not much has happened work-wise really uh, um, up until that point uh, even though I, I, I had this amazing experience of winning the, the sort of joseph competition and, and playing it in the west end so, so yeah. um uh, I, I actually declined on on the book deal and thought it'd be nice to to, to to write that book hopefully in a few years time in my 60s and 70s and touch wood when i've had a, a nice long career um so th- this tour came from that really I, it's, it's been 10 years since then and i thought it'd be really nice to have a show that i and I can talk about you know, sort of points in my career and and, and various stories uh, throughout the last few years and and things that have happened. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, is it like a it's a like a question and answer thing? Is that right?
1: It is. Yeah. So, uh, it's it's like a parky style show. Uh, there's a lady called Beverly Humphreys who's worked for the BBC the last or oh, 20 years, and she's she's become a really good friend. Um, I first met at Beverly um, at BBC Cardiff, uh, and we, we we just clicked kind of instantly, and um, she she's kindly agreed to. Sort of come on tour and um, talk about uh, about points in my life, and it's it's taken us a few weeks to write the show and put together, and we touch on right from me growing up a, as a young child through to the sort of present day, really, and and uh, and it's, it's 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 a real insight into my life, and um very different to any show I've done before in, in the sense of uh, I think people are going to have a real in, kind of insight into who I am more than they were done before because I, I, it's quite quite an honest show, and I, I touch on the low points as well as the, the, the big the sort of big moments and um there's a big screen on stage so that there'll be some clips and sort of vts from from, from people throughout my career uh, directors and producers and things and uh, and we've got a grand piano as well so I'm gonna sing a few songs and um tell a few stories yeah
0: well i know judging from the um the uh marketing that i've seen it does seem like uh, you're going for that personal angle was was that difficult to kind of um to think about because a lot of performers would just stick to kind of the professional side how personal are you willing to go in the show yeah
1: i, I, I think it's more personal in the sense of uh how i got to where i got to and and the struggles prior to that i mean i, I wasn't lucky enough to go to rada or, or a big school in london uh, come from a very working class family and um i think that, that almost gives you more drive actually to, to kind of make it and succeed and um so yeah there's more of a personal insight in that sense and uh and and my first job's growing up and i can sort of being a milk boy you know when i was 15 and and, uh do my first paper round and some funny stories i tell about that side of things as well so but yeah i think certain certain celebrities or i'd say performers within the industry often have a a brand or or an image that they want to upkeep and, and and don't want to let the audience in to, to, to that side of things because it's, it's about a kind of image that they're wanting to put out. So, but those that know me publicly and have followed me the last few years will know that you know, pretty much um, what you see is what you get. I'm a very open guy, very honest guy, and I like to, I'm very proud of, of my upbringing as well, and, and my background, and, and the career that I've had. So, it's it's just nice to give people more of that insight really
0: you mentioned earlier that you're going to bring along a piano and a pianist and everything what kind of songs are people expecting from you um what have you got planned
1: well song uh i do um hush of my mountain from um Chitty bang bang which was i was fortunate enough to to do a five-month tour of 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 that show and uh, got to play dick van dyke and fly chitty um Across the UK for five months, which was incredible. um So, and, and that song's a beautiful song, actually. It's, it's a really simple melody and simple vocal, but it's it's one of my favourite songs. And um I've actually sung that to my daughter. I've got a daughter, Betsy, is now going to be nine this year. um I don't know whether The time's gone, it flies by. But she's, um I can remember sort of singing that song to her about three, three you know, three, three or so years ago when um, I first started to learn the song. And um so, it's got a real personal connection to me that, that, that song and um there's a mini joseph medley and i think quite a few people didn't realize that i i was one of the youngest guys to play the pharaoh in in joseph and i was when i was 1920 i was cast in the touring production of joseph um, in the chorus but i got to play the pharaoh and um so there's a little section where i sing the pharaoh's song and um anything will do as well um and close your door but yeah it was uh quite a fun time, that job.
0: Well, yes, and and um, you mentioned that you, you've been in so many different productions. Was it kind of difficult to pick those songs out knowing that you've been in so many different things? It
1: was really, yeah, because I think for this tour, it, it's essentially more conversational than, than song, and but I still wanted some songs in the show, so we do about five or six songs each half, which is half the songs I'd do in, in a normal concert show, I and mean, then um, with a the full band, i go out and do like kind of 19, 20 songs, so yeah, it was harder to select the songs in in this case, um, but the feedback on the first couple of gigs is, it's been great, and I, I think we found a nice balance of songs that I've sung um, at various points in my career, as, as as well as songs that I've wanted to sing for quite quite a few years as well. Actually, there's a, a fun musical called A Slice of Saturday Night, like a 60s musical. That was my that was my first kind of kind of amateur um, show, really, I, I guess, and I, I was 16 at the time. And I played this character called Rick, and uh, the song was called 17 and never done it, and it's about about this young lad. The whole show, essentially, about these young kids finding their way in the world, and and sort of wanting to lose their virginity as well. <laughs> and the song, the song Seventeen, is, is it's, it's a really funny song, very very witty, and and uh, it's um quite tongue in cheek, but it's, it's about that really. And and uh, the first two gigs of the tour, people were just really laughing, you know, and, and sort of and having fun. Quite a lot of fun with that song, so. Um, i sing that number as well and uh pure imagination from um charlie in the chocolate factory which, which is a we do a sort of jazz version of that and um again that song very much we link it in the show by, by saying that being a young lad myself growing up and, and having these images of and dreams of, of doing different things and, and using imagination to, to invent these characters um, as a young boy that really links into the show quite well so
0: in terms of um, the interview side of this are you going to be sticking particularly to your musical theatre roots or will you also because some fans will know you from your work on Holby City and and things like that will you also be venturing into that area or is it literally just um, musical theatre
1: we do yeah we we, we cover the whole lot really so um, it's funny that the first night in Halifax of the tour the show was three hours and ten minutes which was way too long so unfortunately uh, nobody left but uh the night after in Blackburn we cut the show down to two hours 20 um about two and a half hours so it's always good to have too much than uh than not enough so but yeah i, I do touch on how i got cast in that role for the first time um and it, it, it took me a few years actually to, to be cast um in my first tv role because for some reason over here um if you're a leading man within with musicals and known for doing the musical theatre, it's really hard to make that, that sort of transition into TV. Whereas I think if you're on Broadway and, and playing leads out there or doing productions, it, often it's uh, it seems to be easier to, to break into film and TV. So I spent quite a few years going to like, auditions and castings and getting down to the last two or three um, and not quite landing the roles because of experience. And it was a guy called Oliver Kemp, who's the exec producer on uh, Hobby City and Casualty, that gave me that first break. And it was a... Uh, straight off of the role that was kind of written for me which really happened now and um but me being me I, I still wanted to audition for the role so i um i remember going down to Elstree studios and uh even knowing that i had the role I, I i was determined to show them that i could deliver and i had two or three scenes did my homework and then i was filming down in cardiff about two and a half weeks later yeah so it was all quite quick
0: so it was something of a departure for you, really. I mean, is there? A, there must be a difference between performing on the stage and on the screen. There's kind of a different um, thing about it, isn't there?
1: There is, yeah. It's, um, I guess, with TV, I've said with TV. I mean, the, the, with Holby, it goes out to four or five million viewers a week, whereas if you did eight shows a week in a musical to two, you know, two thousand people over a whole year, you might play to half a million people. So the coverage, you know, of one episode is a lot more people, but um you obviously don't get that same buzz i think from theater as you do from tv because you could be on set for 12 13 hours you could nail a, a really great scene um you know um this has been a real challenge and then they go okay cut turn around and then you're on to the next shot so <laughs> there's, there's no applause or anything so uh with theater you don't get that instant kind of buzz of the of the audience and the applause um obviously but um but it's it's kind of why it's nice to balance the two, really. I feel very lucky now, but I, I, I can do both.
0: Well, yeah, which is a very fortunate thing. Um, talking about this this tour that you're currently doing, I notice from social media you've got quite a following. Do you find that you're looking out into the audience and seeing the same people?
1: Often, yes. I, I do. I do but there's a group group called called the Loppies. Um, which I'm, I'm quite embarrassed to say, called the uh, Lee Obsessed People, which is, it stands for, which is quite funny. Um, but they've been following me the last 10 years, and I'd say there's a good two or 300 of them, and um, most of them are there every gig, and and, and they, they really support me and have been amazing the last few years. And uh, like any artist, it, it, yeah, it's great to have that hardcore fan base that support you throughout your gigs and shows and, and, and the things that you do. So, yeah. Uh, but in terms of social media, yeah, I, I'm on Twitter. But I, to be honest, um, Jamie, it's 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 something that I've been adapting to myself really, because we live in a very social media kind of time now with Instagram and Facebook. And, and on, on a personal note, with me, I, I, I'm always told by my PR people, you should be on Instagram and doing this more and that more. But you, you'd spend all day just just on on, on social <laughs> social media. So. I do do Twitter, which which is great to let people know what's happening. I'm on Facebook as well, but generally, you know, I'm I'm not one for you know, on my phone you know me messages every five minutes because I wouldn't get anything done
0: really <laughs> well no but the only thing I can say really is that it, it obviously works because you've got as you say you've got a big fan contingent out there is there anything that you'd like to do in the future that you've not yet done have you got any other ambitions because you've done so many different things ticked so many different boxes is there anything that uh, you'd like to do Oh, there's so many things. Yeah,
1: I, I, th- I, I I'm always uh, my, my brain is always thinking ahead and, and planning and thinking of new things to do, new challenges. And um, I'm really happy playing Lofty at the moment. I think it's a great role. It's very really rare that you, as an actor you have a chance to have your own um, character in, in a prime time show. And I'm um, really happy there. Um, but going in the future, it would be nice one day to to do a TV drama, like a four or five part drama or something, and play a different character. Um, I've just got I'm, I'm I'm sort of producing my own tours now, so. I'd love to produce some plays going forward. Um, there's a theatre in, in Essex called the, called the, the um, Civic Theatre Chelmsford, and uh, I've just been offered a kind of artistic director position there as such, and um, we're hoping to start very small and build up plays and kind of in-house productions that we can take out on tour. So the, the, the sort of producing side of it, after almost 20 years' experience, it would be nice to sort of bring that to the theatre and, and um, I guess explore that, that side of things really as well
0: so uh, fingers crossed yeah yes um right so wrapping up what i normally ask as well just before um we finish the interview if somebody was thinking about coming to to this tour um at any of the dates across the country um what would you say to them if they were a little bit unsure
1: well it's just a lovely evening really it's, it's a nice evening uh, sort of evening a song and and as I said at the start of the interview, more than anything, it's a different any tour I've done before, and it gives people more of an insight into who I am and, and, and my life and, and career, from being a young boy right up until now, at the age of 37, and a lot's happened on the way, and uh, yeah, you're in for a great evening.
0: Well, I certainly do wish you the best of luck with it. It sounds really, really interesting, and um, thank you so much for being on this edition, Lee, and um, all... The best. And if you want to go and see Lee Mead, My Story, you can see him at the Capitol Theatre in Horsham on Sunday, the 24th of March. Tickets are available now. Thank you so much, Lee, for coming on. Thanks,
1: Jenny. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. And thank you to our listeners out there for listening to the Southwaves Theatre Podcast, a Southwaves audio production.